Hello, this is a Trevor Jackson podcast sponsored by Anchor app. Hey, what's good with everybody today, man? I appreciate you tuning in to the Trevor Jackson podcast. Like the show, share the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, man. I would highly appreciate it. The two brothers, we coming back this Saturday uh, live. Them Jackson boys, you'll see us real soon. But, uh, man, thank y'all for being a part of the community over here on Trevor Jackson TV. I highly appreciate it. Let's go. Baby, this is us. Hey man, so today, my experience today, like gas. World in a frenzy over gas. The world was in a frenzy over toilet paper when the coronavirus first started. The world about to be in frenzy over chicken. Mm, the housing market. My thought process is about to crash. Lumber. People who are uh, in control of new developments. And uh, new development, construction, and everything. The lumber prices is shooting through the roof, shooting through the roof, and that's gonna make the the houses go up to where they can't sell them no more. And then when they can't sell them no more, you know what's gonna happen? It's crash time. <laughs> but my experience today, I had a half a tank. My lady told me she said, "Uh, baby, my pops told me uh, once you get down to a half a tank, it's time to fill on up, fill back up. Don't never go below a half a tank." So. I be trying to, you know what I'm saying, listen to my woman, man. We a team. And we're going to further the discussion about team here in a minute also. But uh, I was going around. I was like, golly, look at this line. Whew. I can't wait two hours to uh, get get some gas. But I'm going to have to tomorrow, though. I know I am. Or it might not be none. And those Uber prices, $50 to go down the street. Mm. So what came to my mind, I was like, when you go to the hospital and you sick and they give you that shot, they stimulating you for a period of time until you get healthy. They're keeping you stimulated. You hear the word stimulated. So I was thinking about what happened to the economy during uh, the COVID. COVID still going on, but what happened to the economy? The economy was sick. And what Trump do? Stimulated it for a period of time. Biden get in office. Stimulated it for another period of time. And they keep stimulating the economy. So what that means, the dollar going to be worthless. At the end of the day, the dollar is worthless right now. We 30 something trillion dollars in debt. The dollar is worthless. Just being honest with you. Your money is worth. It's time to be conservative and to be appreciative of being conservative. It's time to put that money back, save that money up, <clears throat> get what you need, because you don't want to be in the turmoil that I think is coming. And what I think is coming is the great inflation. No, they say uh, chicken wings is I mean, well, not chicken wings. I was <laughs> going going to a tangent about chicken wings, but they said chicken. The price of it's going up because they can't mass produce it like how they was mass producing chicken. 
And uh, okay, so people telling me that they go get a dozen wings and it's twenty dollars now. Mm. Tell me if in your hometown or wherever you located at at the moment is has the chicken wing prices raised up when you when you try to go get your pack. You know what I mean? Okay, so lumber prices is going up. They say to develop a new home, the prices rose by $24,000 because the lumber prices are so high to build the home. You know what I'm saying? With lumber prices going up, when you try to go get that furniture that you want to put into that new home, what's that? You're going to wait six to eight months on the furniture that you prefer? You're going to get some furniture or you're going to pay a high price for some trash furniture, man. It's just real talk. Inflation. It's going down, man. It's really going down. And uh, Okay, so I got my notes. I got to look at my notes because I plan on giving y'all some game today. I'm giving y'all some game. So with that being said, I was uh thinking about since the chicken price is going up, it's companies that's uh solely dedicated to selling chicken only. You got KFC, you got Bojangles, you got Wingstop, you got Church's Chicken, you got Popeyes, on and on and on and on that depends on chicken. And this is what uh one of the CEOs of one of these chicken companies, I'm not going to highlight them, one of these chicken companies said, companies across other industries have also noted the difficulty of recruiting new workers. Hmm. With some business owners attributing the problem to increased unemployment benefits. Unemployment benefits. So you're unemployed and you're still getting paid. They make it more attractive to remain on government assistance and not work for minimum wage. Ooh. -wee. Okay. So 1998, 99, around that time. Minimum wage went up from like 525 to 725. How long ago that's been? 21, 22, 23 years. So if people want $15 an hour, man, if that was 20 something years ago, minimum wage should be $30 an hour. My opinion for a person to survive with the inflation that's going on in the country. The gas prices is about to go up. The lumber about to go up. The chicken wing price is about to go up. I remember at one time, I'm going to finish the, pass, uh, the passage that I was reading, but I remember at one time it was a place called Rookies on Cedar Bluff. Me and my cousin used to go there. We used to eat the wings. And they were selling these wings so cheap because they wanted you to get in there and get that alcohol. But at 8 p.m. every night, except Friday night, every single night they were selling wings for 10 cents a piece. We both are going there and get uh, 20 wings a piece and spend $4 on 20 wings. So if 20 wings is $4, they don't, I mean, they're 40 wings because it's two people. 40 wings is $4. How many chickens had to die for us to eat that 40 piece? 20? <laughs> How they producing these chickens like this? That's, that's just ridiculous. So let me get back into my notes and, and read this. So people want to remain on government assistance instead of working because the unemployment benefits. So suppliers are struggling just as many in our industry are to hire people to process chicken. Thus placing unexpected pressure 
on the amounts of birds that can be processed and negatively affected supply of all the parts of the chicken in the U.S., not just the wings, but all the chicken. So with that being said, I'm going to talk about the lumber for a minute. I'm going to talk about the lumber. So lumber, you got to think about it. The housing market is booming. 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 Big booming. And when the pandemic first started, what was people doing? They were staying off work six to eight weeks, like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. And uh, by them staying off work for six to eight weeks, they was backed up on the lumber production. So people was needing it. What happens when the demand goes up? And you can't produce it. And people need it now. The price go up. By the price going up on those, those homes, that furniture and everything, that lumber going up like that. Hmm. You know the rest. But I'm going to play a part of a video that intrigued me. Well, not a video, just some audio that intrigued me about the great inflation and the panic that this country is going to go through. Let's get to it. Inflation or the rate of change in prices over time. It's not a simple phenomenon to measure or interpret. If you've been paying attention to the news, inflation is a growing concern for investors and general citizens. And while this phenomenon has always existed in modern economies, the United States has not experienced high inflation since the early 1980s. According to officials in the Federal Reserve, the U.S. has maintained an inflation rate of around 2% for nearly 40 years, which according to experts is perfect. However, in more recent months, there are many prominent investors who are warning of rising inflation in the coming months and years. Now that the economy is rebounding and inflation pressures are rebounding. So you've got prominent investors and even the White House warning of inflation and various statistics that point to inflation becoming a serious problem in the near future. We'll go over these in a bit, but the most important topic we're going to discuss in this video is how you can use inflation to your advantage and profit from it in the near term. Many unprepared people are going to get wiped out by this arising issue. And if you can get prepared, you can actually do the opposite and make some money off this growing concern. So let's start with some of the warning signs. First, we're going to talk about the consequences of money printing. But before that, if you're enjoying this video, please help me out with the algorithm and oh, smash that like and subscribe button. <laughs> now back to money printing. As you may have realized, we had the start of a large worldwide pandemic last year, which unfortunately led to the demise of many businesses and jobs. There were millions of people who needed money just to survive. So the government decided to step in and hand out some cash in the form of stimulus checks, loans, grants and relief funding. They gave trillions of dollars to businesses that were struggling, billions to families and individuals, billions for medical programs, and billions more to state and public agencies. Now, this money had to come from somewhere, and it sure didn't come from some government savings account or treasure chest. The U.S. has been in a budget deficit since the 90s, and its debt had already begun to pile up even before the pandemic started. So in order to finance this massive stimulus operation, the government did the obvious and had the U.S. Federal Reserve print the money out of thin air. All of our problems magically disappeared. Sounds too good to be true, right? Of course, printing trillions of dollars has consequences, sometimes very serious consequences. See, when you hand out free money in the form of cash to your population, they usually go out and spend more. This increases demand, and when demand increases, you already know the answer. Prices shoot up. 
Now, that's a very simplified version of what happens, as this is just one ingredient that is part of a dangerous mix of variables that add even more pressure to prices. The other comes from the supply side. You see, right now, many industries are facing serious supply chain issues that are preventing even the most basic items from reaching consumers. Try ordering a couch right now and you'll see what I mean. The wait times can be as high as six months. This decrease in supply is making basic items much harder to find. And when you add in the extra demand I talked about earlier, you get higher prices in a number of different industries. Okay, Take okay, okay, example. okay, okay. Because he was about to get into the lumber talk that I already discussed with y'all. But uh, prepare yourself, man. I ain't trying to promote fear. That's what the country do to us all the time. They promote fear. They try to scare us and make a profit off of fear or whatever. But that gas or whatever, I don't Mm, I don't know. I don't think we're shortage on gas. I don't even think it's a shortage on chicken wings. If if you listen to me, you'll think I'm crazy. If you get the vegan perspective of it, you'll think I'm crazy. But I'm going to go on and give it to y'all. I think that chicken ain't been real for a decade. They're just mass producing and duplicating chicken and cloning chicken left and right like it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? And uh, I want to give y'all another st- statistic that I was reading. About meat processing plants in 2020. You can do your research on this too, if this is of your concern. 167 meat processing plants closed in 2020. Bottom stakes and all that's about to go up high. Them prices about to be high on them stakes. Real talk. Mm. Or could it be a rise in veganism? Could it be a rise that people are vegans now and they ain't selling meat? Meat businesses to to run a processing plant costs money. And uh, if people ain't eating meat and it's not profitable, then the farming business and all that's going to close down unless it's fruits and vegetables and all of that. They go. I think it's a reset about to happen. This country has to reset. It was too much gluttony going on. Too much just yeah, blah, 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 blah. There's too much going on. But man, that's my thought process on the great inflation. Get yourself prepared, man. And if you listen to the podcast to the end, I'm going to give y'all some games, some real game about starting a business, something I learned in real estate school about starting a business and how to protect yourself and protect your assets. I'm going to give you how you should start and what you should do when you start your business. But we're going to go on and get into something teamwork. I made a podcast three or four podcasts ago about nobody being self-made. And I was talking about teamwork. And uh, like in the black community, a lot of people try to do things individually. They don't try to do it with a team. I'm guilty of it. I've done it myself. I'm guilty of it, but it takes a team. And if you want to get down with my team, you got a skill, a talent or whatever. Let's make it happen, man. For real, let's just just make it happen. Whatever you're capable of. If you ain't uh, already busting heads for your services, <laughs> let's make it happen. If you want to join this podcast crew, man, you know how to do graphics. If you want to just join the discussion and be a part of or what I'm trying to make happen, man, let's make it happen. It takes a team. It takes a team to run a, a successful record label. Okay. It takes a team. uh when you're doing an individual sport, okay, you see that one person, but behind that person is a team. 
It's a team. Like Serena Williams got a team of people. She might got a hundred people, a trainer, uh, a person that's uh, feeding her, a person that's telling her when to go to sleep and an agent and people protecting her money and showing her what the best things to do, decisions to make with her money. We might see the president face, but at the end of the day, it's a team behind the president. The president ain't the ruler of the country. It's multiple people that's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, behind that president, helping him make decisions. And uh, growing up, like we had a team to help us become who we are. My family, my team, my mom, man, she created me and she made me who I am. She installed the knowledge in me that make me keep wanting to elevate and learn myself. Uh, Troy, he part of my team. Justin, he part of my team. E, he, we a team. You know what I'm saying? My wife, that's she the MVP. I'm Pippin. She's Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it takes a team. That's all I'm saying. You can't do nothing on your own. You never be self-made and you can't become filthy rich being an individual. If you listen to all the rich people, you listen to the E.T., the uh, hip hop preacher, E.T., the motivational speaker. He preaches teamwork. If you uh, listen to Robert, uh, the rich dad, poor dad dude, he preaches teamwork. You listen to Bill Gates, teamwork. You work for a company. Uh, you know what I mean? I work at Cisco Foods. It's a team thing. But mm, I don't want to get into that. But it's a team. Th- <laughs> it's a team thing to make stuff successful. If you are a independent contractor, hmm, that word sounds like you're doing it solely. But you're not doing nothing solely. An independent contractor needs a team to be able to make his moves successfully. To be real successful, to become successful, you need a team. So I was listening to a million dollars worth of game. My boy, uh, Gilly the Kid, I done met Gilly before. He done been to my career in reality. And uh, Wallow on million dollars worth of game. And they was talking to Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather was talking about teamwork. And uh, how people who had six-figure jobs quit because they believed in him. They believed in what he was doing. They just wanted to be a part of the team. And, uh, man, teamwork. We great play. I want to hear what Floyd got to say. Let me shut the hell on up. Experience something like Hold up now. Get this audio together. Whatever we want, we can do. Mm. There's none that I ever wanted that I didn't get. You know, I just, I dreamed it. I wrote it down. I believed it. I surrounded myself with the right people. But the main thing is, you can't think you know it all. You know, my team, I got, I surround myself with people that, that got it right here. You have to have it right here. Have to. One of the brothers I seen you with through my time in jail, we used to always watch you on TV. It's this one brother that I don't give a fuck where you at. He always did, which he ready to go down. This mother, he ready to do whatever. He's a bald head brother that wear these fucking, uh, he wear like, he always got frames on. Bald head brother. He always with you. Leonard Ellaby. Oh, yeah. The boy head brother that always, yeah, he, he like, he like, the boy head brother, I kind of crush on him when I was in jail. He like, I remember because he used to wear the glasses. I had a crush on him. Get the fuck out of here, you that ass thing. No, he got a crazy, he got, he got, he got a very interesting story. Actually, he's from Washington, D.C. Okay. And 
he left a six-figure, a six-figure paying job just to get with me in the beginning. This at the beginning of my career. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This 25 years ago. He left a great paying job, had a master degree, and you know, had a master degree, six-figure paying job. He left, he left it all in DC, came. I guess he's seen the same thing that I've seen. He's seen the dream and he believed. And he made, made millions and millions of dollars with me. He's the CEO of Mayweather Promotions now. Okay, okay. Now, how important is team? Because you know, like you said, a lot of people out here, we be thinking a lot of people move and they thinking about the money. So they're thinking, I could do it by myself because I don't want to bust it down and establish a team. When I think a team, I think together each achieve more. Yeah. How important is that infrastructure? I think even like people, when you make money, so when I made, if I make a hundred thousand, I put 50,000 up. If I make a hundred million, I put 50 million up. You always got to put half up. Hold on. So you just got the other 50 million just laying around. It's just my, just if I want to have some fun. I mean, just, I mean, cause you know, I work with, I, I got guys I work with every day, you know, just yesterday I made 10 million, but <laughs> Nice. But, but once you make once you make so much, let a nigga hold some. <laughs> yeah, just yesterday, I made ten million. Like that shit wasn't nothing. <laughs> but once you make so much money and you didn't already had everything, there's really nothing else you can buy. So you 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 believe in making everybody else around you. You want to push them to be great. You want to push them to be successful. So that's what I do. I push everybody around me to be great. Even like my security team, I say, listen, while y'all working with me, y'all built your own security team on the side right. that y'all got working, right. doing other venues and, and making money. Right. I believe in making everybody around me great. Because if I just, every time I make a lot of money, just give you a lot of money and you don't got no ambitions and you ain't got no drive, all I'm doing is crippling you. Right. That's enough. I, damn, Floyd preaching. Okay. You know, I got to go back into my notes because I'm about to give some game. I feel like if you appreciate this game, I'm about to give. Drop something in that cash out, man. You see it? It's right below my chin. Cash out, Wavy Neutron. And if you're listening to this audio, the audio version of this podcast, come on over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and become family with the uh, Trevor Jackson podcast. Trevor Jackson TV. T dot V dot. Hey, man. I've been learning something and uh, I'm going to give y'all some real estate terminology, some stuff I learned in real estate school. And I've been learning something. I've been listening to a lot of billionaires lately. I listen to uh, what's my boy name? Uh, Elon Musk. I listen to uh, Bill Gates, his podcast with Rashida uh, Wallace or whatever her name is. And uh, Robert Mm, I can't pronounce his last name. The rich dad, poor dad guy. And they was talking about rich people don't own nothing. I was like, what they mean by that? Rich people don't own nothing. Nothing's in their name. They don't have anything in their name. And when they create businesses, it's good ways to create a business. And there's bad ways to create a business. First, I'm going to tell you the bad way. Everybody know about the LLC. That's a good that's a good way though. But I'm gonna start off with the bad ways. Okay. 
Sole proprietorship. A sole proprietorship. Soul sounds like one individual. And you're held liable for everything. When you're a sole proprietorship, everything is in your name. You're exposed like everything. Your home is in your name. Your car is in your name. Your business in your name. You don't want nothing in your name. Real talk. As a sole proprietorship, because what happens if you get sued? What happens if you go in debt with the government? You owe the government some money, just like these PPP loan folks about to go to prison. What happens? They can take equity out of your home. They can garnish your wages. Because that's your name. You got to stand firm with your name. Okay. Another bad way. It's a general partnership. Me and you start a business, right? Any bad decisions I make in a general partnership, you're held responsible for. Do you want to be responsible for the, the, the stuff that the decisions I made? Hell no, nah, you don't. So in a general partnership, one person can be the investor. And the other person can be responsible for the daily duties. You know what I'm saying? In a general partnership. But we're both held liable for each other. That's like a marriage, man. If I'm creating a business with a man and he go out and kill somebody or his daughter uh, run over somebody in the car that's in his name or in the business name. And we're in a general partnership. I'm held responsible for that, too. I got to go to court for it and fight for it and all of that with you. I don't want to deal with that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to never be in a general partnership. And I advise anyone else to not be in a general partnership or a sole proprietorship. Those are bad business decisions. So let's move on further. Good business decisions. LLCs. Limited liability companies. It's saying that I ain't got to go no further. You have limited liability. Okay. LPs, limited partnership, not general partnership, limited. So that means I'm limited to my responsibility. Another one, a corporation. You know about corporations and, and these things you have to pay. Like you might have a yearly fee that you have to pay taxes or whatever, so you can protect yourself. It's like it's just like another form of insurance. You insurance, you you have insurance on yourself. You're protecting yourself from any type of situation. So if you listen back, rewind back. The bad ones are sole proprietorship, general partnership. The good ones are LLCs, LPs, and corporations. That's how you want to start your business. Real talk. And I'm going to promote myself before I end the pot off and, and put up the banners for the people who support me. I'm going to promote myself. Hey, I would highly appreciate it if you go stream the new album.
Hey, I had a homeboy call me today. He said they ain't going to appreciate me till I'm dead. And I felt that. People ain't listening with the right ears. That's, that's, that's how I feel. But I'm not bitter about it. I'm going to continue to create whatever platform and lane is open for me to create. I'm going to continue to create. But you know how we rock. Support the people that's like showing plenty of love on the podcast. Support the people that, you know what I mean? These black-owned businesses I'm about to pull up. And uh, thank y'all for tuning in, man. I hope if you got some game from this, talk to me in the uh, comment section. And prepare yourself for inflation because it's coming. You ain't going to want to go out to eat. You ain't going to want to go to the grocery store. You ain't going to want to get no gas. You ain't going to want to do nothing but get your money and go in the house. That's what you're going to want to do. But peace, love, and abundance. Go and get your money. I couldn't just leave just yet, though, but uh, I wanted to ask y'all a question and uh, tell me if y'all want this or not in, at the end of the show. If y'all want me to start leaving an audio book a week on the YouTube channel for y'all to listen to, let me know in the comment section. An audio book a week. I will put an audio book a week up. Whatever book you want. If you want one that you haven't heard, I, I'll put it up. But I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you. Peace and love. The Trevor Jackson Podcast.